This is the One Step Better Podcast. Helping small businesses make wins each and every week. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the One Step Better Podcast. I am Mike Schaefer, and back with me this week is our good friend, Matt Patrick. What was that? Is that I like, don't know. I was uh, dancing. All right. If you're listening to this just on audio, I need you to go back to YouTube right now, find this clip, and watch Matt do his little fun dances. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Um, today, we're going to talk about a topic that's going to be really important for people right now because we're in the full throes of back-to-school season, kind of resetting for the fall. Um, everybody's life is getting a little bit more um, difficult. There's a lot more going on right now. And it's really important to talk through uh, how that – a lot of times I always find for me having four kids, back-to-school time sets new schedules. And, it's a and whole new a world, yep. Yeah, we're starting to get back into sports stuff. Like So I always have to kind of reset and think, all right, what is what does my work life look like? What does my home life look like? How are these things going to interact and scheduling and all that type of stuff? So we're going to talk through some of that stuff um, today, hopefully give you guys some hints uh, and insight into things that we do to try to keep – Work life, home life, all of that stuff, uh, just kind of plugging along mm-hmm. without any issues. And so, hopefully, you listen to that. Before we get started, we're going to ask always a fun question of the week. Matthew Patrick, what's something that you always are doing, and while you're doing it, you lose track of time? I immediately thought down to the never-ending path of like a binge show. Yes. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix is kind of a good one. TikTok could be another one. You know, what anything but I'd say Netflix like you like if you get a show you really like 2 3 in the morning is nothing to keep going if the show's good and it's yeah. they always put you on a cliffhanger at the end. I could go into never never late on that. I like playing games too, so any kind of game like Monopoly or you know, if you're playing you know, like we play uh, dominoes or whatever. We can play. I can play for hours. And I go, oh, yeah. We've been playing for or video games. Video games are big that way, too. Video games was big for me, like, in college. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Right after college. Not so much anymore. But I remember playing, like, a season on Madden or whatever. Like, I played yeah. the whole season today. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's a bad thing. Yeah, like, when you could create your own character. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I used to... Yeah, I could I'm on the ninth that. season of college football. I have, you know, yeah. yeah, that's been fun. Netflix was always a big one, especially if you get a good show. Yeah. And then it's like, do you want to watch one more episode? Are you still watching? Like, yes. Why are you yes. asking me, Netflix? Yes. You yes. should know better. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one I remember doing that was on 24, the first season. I, it was still when I had it on DVD. And I took the, the series of DVDs or whatever it was at the time with us. And we went to see my in-laws, grand, my, my grandmother-in-law. And I was hooked. So like that night at five in the morning, I was still watching still twenty four. I couldn't oh. turn it off. I did so. the. Uh, remember when Netflix used to actually mail you DVDs? Yes, yes. I watched the entire, or at least a large portion of Lost. Yes. Via melon DVDs, and it was the worst thing ever. It was like you get to the end of a DVD, and I'm it's like, like, no, I have to wait for Netflix <laughs> to mail me another, another one. Yep. That was all, so streaming services definitely. I, I get lost with time in my kids' sporting events, really? especially soccer. That's I think good. soccer more so than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, that's because time stands still when you watch soccer games. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big soccer fan. I get it. I, my wife was a soccer player. I have to be someone, yeah. but no. But like when, especially like if we go to live games, whether it's Memphis 901 uh, or 901 Memphis or um, any other games, it's it, – it goes by a lot faster in person than it did than it does watching TV. And I think 
Baseball. So you, I kind of get caught up in it and I'll, do, I'll lose track. Baseball is the same way. But time like a live still. game, it's, it is. <laughs> yeah, nice. Time does stand yeah. still in baseball. It just, it's different. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, time does not stand still yeah. this time of year by any means because no. everything is getting busy. Kids are going back to school. Uh, people are revamping for what the fall is going to look like. This is just a natural time. I always think like back to school time and New Year's is always a time where Holiday I find season. Yeah, it's just start it's, of summer. Everything like all those is, big changes in your schedule. Everything is up for grabs. It's because, especially if having a young family, I don't know what my kids' sports schedules are going to look like until they actually have coaches that are saying, "All right, here's what we're going to do." I know what their school schedule look like, but. That's all could change, and there's no real advance notice. Um, and so trying to get things on the calendar that's, like, really hard and fast is difficult this time of year. But at the same time, we still have to be able to get stuff done, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to work. Because, you know, what happens when you don't get stuff done at work? You typically don't have a job for, for too long. Um, and so we still got to be able to get things done. And sometimes that bal- that balance of – because I, I hate the term work-life balance – but in, in the real world, balancing, I have things I have to get done at work, and there's things that I know that I have to, or, or for my priorities, I have to do at home. That is not always an easy thing to, to manage. I like the way you say this, and we'll talk about this, obviously. You don't think in terms of balance. You think of boundaries. So you're really starting to think of this in terms of boundaries. Where are my boundaries? You know, I, I, I can't break the home boundary, and I need right. to keep my work boundary appropriate. So, like, you know, it's like, Kids and you're working from home office all day long, or if you're on Zoom meetings all day and they're running around and 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 your spouse is there going, hey, would you mind go pick up the kids from school? No, I'm my boundary now is I'm at work, and so it's not a balance. It's I need to make sure my bound every interchange with my boundaries are. Both yeah, and home I think and, that's it. It's, yeah, because I need other people to understand. Boundaries are for me for certain, no doubt about it. It's so that I can draw the the, mm-hmm. the lines. But when I draw the lines in a clear way, I can also communicate those lines to others. And so luckily this doesn't – this isn't a thing in our house because I don't work from home too often. But when I do, my wife, like Meredith, she knows that if I'm working from home and I'm sitting at the computer, whether I'm on a Zoom call or if I'm yeah. just plugging away at something, she knows that if the kids are coming up and just like, hey, dad, 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 she'll come in and, and play a little bit of defense and, hey, yeah. dad's working. you know, And it's, it's, it's not like – it's and your kids problem. are still in that – you have some so – a couple of your kids are at the age where they get it, and a couple of your kids are not the age they get it. Yeah. And so it, you definitely – Absolutely. But we have – Little know, Emma, three-year-old Emma, has no clue that dad's, dad's home, working. Dad's home, and yeah. I don't want to play with dad. Yeah. <laughs> or I need a sandwich or whatever. Yeah. And so having the boundary of, hey, you know what? Yes, I'm working from home, but I, that is working yeah. from home, not home from home. Yeah. Uh, and, and so Meredith knows that, hey, yeah. that, that's the boundary I'm working. And so she can, she kind of already understands that. In the reverse side, if I'm, uh, you and I talked yeah. about this, like yeah. if I'm uh, at my son's baseball game, yep. and you know that, because we talk often, you know kind yep. of what my life looks like outside of work, and you know that. You know that, hey, if I call Mike, it's probably, it's probably not going to answer the phone right then because yeah. I, just I say, know hey, that he's when at, you are done yeah. with your thing, I need a minute of your time. Right. Right, because and that's just because that boundary is set and it's, yeah, I'm it's the same clear. way. We're at dinner. I'll, I'm at dinner. I'll you know I'll t- call you later. That's perfectly fine. The challenge is we run into when we don't do a good job of communicating those things. A yeah, a, and then also I'd say the other problem we often I run into as an owner is I let the boundary get dictated not by me, and then it becomes the expectation that my boundary is gone. So that client who calls me on a ten o'clock texts me first. 
at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday. And if I respond, I've now let that boundary go. Here's here. All right, here's <sighs> a question for you. I'm, I'm curious to know. So I can understand that. Let's say, because, you know, we've, Patrick Accounting Works has existed for almost 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and early days of the firm where you, it's you and maybe even in early where it's just you and a couple other people, those 10 o'clock phone calls a lot of times is if I don't take it, I'm afraid I'm going to not be able to pay the bills type stuff early on. Now, yes. in today's world, that's not necessarily – we've grown to be yeah. relatively successful we and, and things are very yes. different. right? Yeah. We, we can pay our bills. Has that changed, that need for answering the phone call or responding to that client like immediately, that 10 o'clock? Not talking about like the daily, like it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon somebody calls me. Not that stuff, but like the things that other people may seem as outside of the norm. It it probably should have. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why. I mean. From my perspective, just knowing you, it doesn't seem like it has changed. It hasn't. It's the same thing my parents call me at 10 o'clock at night. Or, you know, granted, or, or Buddy calls me at 10 o'clock yeah. at night. I'm going to answer the phone. Yeah. I just look at it as – I've been doing it for 20 years. I don't know any different, man. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it is. way it is. Now, do I get many of those? No. And if I want, if I was asleep, which I, every once in a while I'm asleep by 10 o'clock. You're not respo- waking up. No, I'm not yeah. responding yeah. to them. You know, it's fine. I'll respond to a message tomorrow or whatever. You know, I, had, I got a message today via text from a client, and I said, hey – Text isn't the best way for me to make sure my team's involved here. Can you email this email address? Yeah. And that was – that's not – I don't do that often. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I keep forgetting to forward this message on, and you're texting me back and forth. The person that needs to know this is out of the loop. And now yeah. i got to go figure out how I'm going to get that to yeah. the person and all that stuff. So um, I think it's important to, like I said, establish the boundaries, know what they are. You know, I was on a trip recently for a couple of weeks, and you, and you go – I, th- I feel like my team did an awesome job of keeping all the stuff off of me that need to be. But I also told them, if something needs me, just ask. I, I'll respond. I'm not. You're not in a third world country that doesn't have internet or Internet's phone worldwide, access. man. They have it everywhere now. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you, you're never away. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to, like, drop everything if, if it's something that's not important and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm doing some kind of tour or something. Right. That doesn't make any sense. So same thing. Um, I, I think the struggle I run into is the boundaries of – on on my end, you know, my expectation of what of me is 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 way different than what I would ever expect my staff to do. Um, and so, how do you communicate that in a way that they know that? I don't do a good enough job. I don't think probably. And I think back to when I was a staff or a senior manager when I was at another firm. My owner worked all the time. The owner, the partner at the firm, worked all the time. I'm like this crazy lady is sending me texts at three in the morning. In hindsight, I know for a fact I've done that over the last 20 years a lot because at three in the morning I was still working on my project. I wasn't yeah. expecting a response. I'm just keeping them in the loop. Yeah. But when I was a staff, it was what is this person doing? Why are they serving this crap at the middle of the night? And so that's just part of the understanding boundaries. I I I hope we've done a good job of telling people like I would expect if it's a we are all reasonable professionals that say this is a true emergency that somebody needs to know right now. I can get you on the phone, and if it's not, I'm going to respect your personal time. Yeah. I think everybody knows that here. Yeah, I would hope so. And I, I mean, I would expect the opposite, you know, and I think the same thing. They would expect my personal time. And if they need me, they're going to reach out to me. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I'm not going to abuse and go, you got to, I feel guilty when I make somebody come in on a, if we have something like uh, an event on a Saturday or a thing late one night for a, like, I don't love that. It's just part of sometimes it has to come up at work. But 
you know, um, traveling, all that stuff at work is hard too sometimes for people when they're going through family. So just understanding boundaries and what's possible and not possible. I think frequency matters. Mm -hmm. Like if, if it's every night that, Hey, I'm getting a text message from you or whoever that says, Hey Mike, I need need this right now. Can you send me whatever, whatever? Like if you did that, like if you did that tonight, that's, Okay, that's not a problem because that doesn't happen. If I did it every night every next often. week, you'd be like, hey, it's man, like, what's going this is a on? Problem. Like, yeah. Like, no, why can't are, we do this during the day? <laughs> why are we on different schedules here? <laughs> yeah. Like, go on, right. Matt. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have heard horror st- I call them horror stories. I don't know if they necessarily saw it that way, where it was, ex- this was, I, I, I was in a group with a girl once who one of her issues that she was processing was that. Her boss, who was the owner of the company, she was an admin, and she was uh, uh, her boss was expecting her to be basically twenty four seven. Didn't matter if it was five a.m. If he calls, he ex- like he genuinely expected her to answer. Yeah, I don't want. If it was ten o'clock at night, it, yeah, and like that's my thing was like, Am I never off. Go find a new job. Like that does not seem fun. No, nor is it reasonable. I, I don't. I don't. I, get I don't that. get how anybody on the side of that person that is reasonable. That they would either take that or expect that. Either right. one of those. Neither one Be, of those. Both are wrong. Both yeah. are wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, that's crazy. But I, you know, you see social media posts about it. I mean, it's a, it's a there's a text uh, TikTok craze about this lady who complains about people setting boundaries. I'm like, you just tell them that's not a possibility. I can't expect. Any, I can't imagine anybody would ever expect that. I just, yeah. I just don't. Yeah. But there are people out there that do. Right. I, I think. I, I think it's important just to think through from, because at the end of the day, if you're a, let's say a a small business owner or even a leader at a small business executive team, whatever it may be, your perception on your workers' time is probably different than their perception of their time. Mm -hmm. And if, if your perception is that they need to be always available for whenever you want them to be available, even if that's even during hours of the, of the day, that's not realistic yeah. because in order for your workers to be um, successful in their job, they're going to have to be able to have some level of control over, especially in, in managing in, their schedule, managing their time is yeah. super important. Yeah. Now, like this is different than, of course, it's always different in all industries. In our world, um, you know, the term knowledge-based workers is one that yeah. Ron Baker used. I don't necessarily love that term, but like in an office setting environment where we have most of our people are dealing with clients directly. We're doing computer work. We're doing computer work. <laughs> like they need to be able to say, hey, during this hour of the day, I'm not talking to anybody else because I know I got to get this thing done, which is very different than if I'm a cook at a restaurant and I got to be at that station for the next however many hours because I got people to serve. Correct. Okay, so it's different in each industry. But from a, a leadership standpoint, it is crazy to think that I should be able to dictate the personal boundaries that my team has as it relates to their time, yeah. especially after hours, but to some degree, even while they're working. Yeah. I mean, the thing that popped to my mind here is the idea of text messaging, right? So- People have their own devices they bring to work, and they have let the cat out of the bag at some point with a client who mm-hmm. they either called from a cell phone or texted from their cell phone, and now that client has their cell phone, mm-hmm. and now the client expects that's how stops. they communicate with our team. And our team never put the boundary up saying, hey, text isn't a great way for us to talk. I appreciate you texting me. Here's the best way. 
Or in our world, we have some solutions for that, which is, you know, Zoom allows us to text from Zoom, which is a company phone, phone numbers, our yeah. normal phone system. It's a way we can communicate and, and share. But I know for a fact, Matt Patrick does text his clients from his cell phone without using Zoom. And so I get it. It's not the most convenient for me or them. It's convenient at that exact moment. Right. When it, it's convenient when I want it to be convenient. <laughs> exactly. It's not convenient, which I yeah. guess is the definition of a boundary. <laughs> so, uh, but it's very true. I mean, like, it's convenient for me if I want to text them. Also, like, if I want to reach them and I want to text them, it's fine. But don't text me unless I want you to text me. Right. And so it's, that's, that's a struggle we all run into. I'll tell you, you know, from a firm, you know, security standpoint, communication channels, make sure we're in the loop. Text is not the best answer. It, it may be the most convenient, but it's not the best answer. Yeah. Um, and that is one thing that I think is our staff can always improve that upon that. Like, hey, hey don't be texting clients. Like, yeah. Don't be texting clients from your cell phone. Text them from the Zoom phone or yeah. text from yeah. the Zoom app on your cell phone. It's fine. But well, I don't think we do that all the time. I think it's just try not to give out your personal phone number. Yeah. It's, it's one way to keep your And that's boundary. really advice it, for, like, for their benefit. Yeah. It's boundary. We're, we're like, hey, this is a boundary you should have. Like, they shouldn't have your personal cell yeah. phone number. This episode of One Step Better is brought to you by Works, a team of payroll and HR experts who help businesses with outsourced HR, payroll, and human capital management solutions. Works is software and service, combining awesome people with the best technology to help you and your team get one step better every day. Check out our website, works.com, to explore more employer resources. What I always tell my team is, as their leader, I will try to suck as much out of you as I can get. Whatever you will allow me to take, I will take every single bit of it. It is your job to put the boundary up that says no, right? So like if, if I think Greg always says, one of their army slogans is, if you need something done, look for the busiest person doing, doing any work, because the busy guy can always get more stuff done. I, I kind of feel like that, because... I know that I'm if, if Casey wants to work 14-hour days, I'm going to pull that out of her pull of and to the point where she has to say no. Now that's an extreme example, but I think it's true for a lot of business owners and, and, and leaders to say, look, if my team is willing to give me more, I want to take more, 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 more. Now there's a, a point where that flips to where it's unhealthy for certain, but for the most part, I think most leaders out there are saying, man, I wish I could get more out of my team not they're giving me too much. And it's your job as the the team member to say, I'm willing to do everything I can up to this limit. And they have to be the one to draw that line in the sand, which is really hard for business leaders to accept. Uh, accept. Well, there's two two sides of that coin. I, I think first, you know, the deficiency is, I do this too, my best people get the hardest and the most work mm-hmm. because I trust them the most. I know they're going to do the most difficult work. As a leader – that's my deficiency of not training my team better. And I need to make sure I'm identifying that. So if I'm thinking that, hey, if I'm getting the most of this person, I really need to get the most of my whole team. The expectation that all of our employees have the ability to set the boundaries appropriately, is we, that's never going to happen, right? And, and that is the rub as, a, as an owner or a leader. We should, I think there is an acknowledgement that we could do better as leaders of making sure we do set the right boundaries. Um, you know, I look at I'll look, I'll use Casey as an example again. If Casey has too much work on her and she's never willing to say no, in the long run she's going to end up burnout or fail. Yeah. And I don't want her to get to either one of those points. So I want to make sure I'm setting boundaries up that she knows. Hey, look, 
you doing all this work is not okay. What, yeah, what's called you to work? Point. What's called you to have to work fourteen hour days? Right. And so that's that whole. I want to help set boundaries and help set rules and help set processes that help better think long term than short term. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the tipping point of where it goes from un, from healthy to unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Because absolutely, if, if, and but I would say because Casey and I have had this exact conversation, not to pick on her, but um, there was a period of time in which she needed to work twelve hour days like it she needed to not only just to get her stuff done but because she was new in the role and had some things to figure out to do the work that other people would do at the same time and because she wasn't experienced doing it and she had to figure that out but that was a short-term period and it was not going to be long and and i even told look you you got to put in some time now to get this knocked out now this is not the expectation forever this is not the expectation long term but you do have to put some in early on to, to be able to get to that point um, and that's a different story than, you know, I'm always going to say, hey, it's 20-hour workdays. Let's yeah. let's get to going. Because uh, that is. that's that, that gets to the point where that's just unhealthy for everybody. That's But 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 then again, she already started setting up some boundaries. You're setting up some boundaries. You're realigning those boundaries mm-hmm. and getting to the point where it's the right answer. I, I, I think that's where it goes. You know, um, I think about this from a client service standpoint or – you know, use use this in a work life balance situation. If you are at a restaurant, let's say for instance, and you and you are the uh, a manager, at some point it is the I'm not always on call. I am off on Monday. I want to make sure that I'm set the the team up to know what they're supposed to do when I'm not here, so they can run it can run without me. If I'm the restaurant yeah. manager or the owner, or if I'm the business owner, if, if I can't feel as a business owner that I can never be away, that I'm not doing a good job of leading and creating the processes for that business to run without me, which means no matter what, it's limiting our the, the growth of our business. And so it's important for us to understand that boundaries are both a way for us to recognize we have a problem with our work-life balance, but also it's the, we're not running a good business that we should be running. It's hard. I think it's hard to, to build a business that does operate without people on an ongoing basis. Correct. That is more difficult than I have to always be here to make things happen because i have to whenever you're preparing for let's say i got a team member that's going to take a week of pto well that person has some components of their job they have to get done and knowing that they're not going to be there they're going to have to prepare for them not being there which is harder a lot of times than just i'm going to just push away I'll be gone and, and you guys figure it out <laughs> yeah right because i mean that's not a good expectation that's not how our our team works for sure uh, but it, it's hard to to prepare to to be away and so when, I think it goes both ways. So when you are away, you this is this is where my thing kind of comes in with my some of my boundaries. It's I really need to be away away because mentally I just need that recharge time uh, because it, it does it it gets tough. You know our value of own it is a big deal. Uh, you're uh, you know I've been away a while. You've been with vacation stuff going away and everything else going. On. It's important that we both own that. I'm away. I'm going to make sure the stuff that was supposed to be done by me is covered while I am away. And everybody knows what that is. And if they need me, they know how to reach me. But at the same time, I hope I have everything set up. Yeah. I thought I'd try to think of everything I possibly could while I was gone. Yeah. Uh, and then when I come back, you know, we've communicated, you know, in our world, we communicate to a client that says, hey, I'm going to be gone next week. We need to, you know, we need to understand how your bills are going to be handled next week while I'm gone. Or, hey, I'm going to be. Here's a checklist of things that we need to make sure that yeah, we're aware yeah, of. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's important in, 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 in that management of my, of my own work. But once again, I'm setting up the boundaries going, I need to be away. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be in a backwards, backroom cave, you know, exploring in the mountains. I'm not going to be accessible. I don't think they have <laughs> uh, good a phone there. signature. Yeah. Signal. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, you mentioned something. That, I mean, 
this does, I think, come out of values, though. Mm-hmm. I, what you value is what you're going to protect. Uh, and so if, if you're a person who would say, hey, you know what? I'm not willing to ever miss my kid's t-ball game, ever, under the sun, under no condition will I miss it. That's, if that's a value you hold strongly to, you most likely aren't going to go find a job that has a little bit of uncertainty around, hey, I might need you to work late tonight, or I might need you to, you might be on call or something like that. Uh, but if your boundary or if your values are, you know what, I want to be present at home as much as I can, but I also understand that sometimes I got to do things at work. Well, that's going to that's going to have a different boundary set than, you know, yep. the first one. And so I think you do have to, personally, you have to understand where your lines are. And that goes back to personal stuff, but the understanding what I value and why I value those and making sure that that's clearly communicated, but it's also aligned with my own personal actions. Because it's it's silly of me to say, I'm never willing to miss a t-ball game and then also go take a job in retail where I have to work nights and weekends. That That's incongruent. And, it, it, and that's and on happen, me. And it happens a, a lot. People go, I, I didn't think of this through. Or I didn't have this. I didn't have a child when I started this job, but now I do have a child. And now my, my boundaries have had to change. Okay, well, you need to make sure everybody around you understands that. Like, I can't expect to work a retail job and I don't have to work nights and weekends. I'm not ever able to work over 40 hours a week. Don't be an accountant. Right. Right, because busy season is going to come. And you may not be working 100-hour weeks, but there's going to be times you have to work over 40 hours a week. Correct. And travel is going to come up from the time to time, or you're going to have to go to a client meeting or a client event or a training somewhere on the country. You're going to miss a kid's game. You're going to miss one. It's going to be hard. It sucks. Yeah. But can you FaceTime while you're there? You know, yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. other ways. Yeah. 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 I mean, so um, – you know, I, I, I'd say this as an owner, I struggle with my own boundaries and the boundary of my team. I do think it's important for me to always realize that my expectations of myself are not the same expectations that I have of my teammates. Um, I do think that we could do a better job of communicating our boundaries when we have issues. Like if something is going, Hey, look, this is causing some friction here. I'd like to, you know, and I think that's for us like to repeat the, Hey, don't text, you know, don't, don't, don't be afraid to send a message that says send later, you know, so send yeah. an email later or don't text them off my cell phone or don't accept that phone call from the client at 10 o'clock. Put it to voicemail and answer it the next yeah. day. Making sure we understand what those boundaries are. And then when that client goes, hey, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't available last night here. I'm turning your call now. I think most of our clients get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're not, they're probably their ideal client for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. But at the end of the day, I think as a leader, having healthy boundaries and making sure your team has healthy boundaries is going to do nothing but extend your ability to influence people. Because if you're a hard line all the time, you got to be on, I expect everything out of you, you're just going to limit your ability to influence others. Because yep. at some point, people are going to be like, hey, you know what? That's really cool. I understand the job, and I don't want it. I don't want that job. Uh, or, that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. And, and so you got to be able to have a healthy understanding of boundaries both personally, like you said, as well as for the, those around you and, and respect those. And so, so Matt, thanks for joining us uh, again, as always. I appreciate it. And for you guys listening, uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you always get the next and latest episode of the One Step Better podcast. Y'all have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to the One Step Better podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you would take some time to rate us five stars on your podcast player of choice and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss out on another episode. Thanks and have a great day.